Father, we thank you. Thank you, Lord God. Your name higher than anything else. Above all names, Lord, we just thank you that you are a prince of peace. And Lord, that just lead us beside still waters. And we thank you for the anointing in this place. And Father, I just pray and, and just that we receive all that you have for us today. I just speak over you that you, we just started recently worshiping to a song called Defender. And, uh, and I just want, I just sense that um, people may be here that you've been trying to defend yourself and tell your side. Uh, I just want you to receive a rest from having to do that. God is your defender. He'll speak much clearer than you ever could. And he'll minister that to them as to why you need to do what you need to do for God. And he'll be able to tell the full story as opposed to you telling your side.
I just need you to know that God is communicating for you and on your behalf. And what they cannot hear from you verbally, they're going to hear from him spiritually. And so, Lord Jesus, I just thank you, Father, for giving all of us the strength to enter into that specific rest. What a tough place to be to not be able to get people to understand that all you were doing was helping and trying to just be there for them. But I pray in the name of Jesus that that revelation is going to hit them now like never before. Through the presence of God, through the spirit of God, everything you've done, every prayer you've prayed, your prayers are eternal. They never die. They never go away. And so God is going to manifest that in their lives. But don't you quit praying. Don't you give up. Don't you let up. Just quit defending yourself and say, God, I'm here for you. And even if you did something terribly wrong, that wasn't your intentions. So I need you to be released from that this morning so you can just enjoy this presence of God and the spirit of God and say, Father, I thank you, Lord God, that I've done all that I know to do. I prayed like it depended on you and I live like it depends on me that you may be honored and glorified in all that I say and do. We thank you for today, Lord. We thank you for the message. We thank you for the service. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. So we are continuing in Psalms 23. We are um, almost at the end of the preaching part, but we're not ever at the end of the praying part. And so we're, we're going to do it. And so, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm just guessing because... <laughs> Yesterday morning when I woke up in Dallas, I was just attack of allergies. Like I was sneezing and like they were saying the Sahara dust is blown through because of all the stuff. And I was just like, I was like functioning yesterday morning was like, actually it was kind of, it was funny and not funny because I had 186, 165 high school students that I had to work with from 9 to 4 p.m. And so uh, sneezing and you know, in between speeches, it was, was just a long day. But then by the time I drove home, it was some unusual sleepiness. If I'd been driving, you got that unusual, like, yeah, like, you better pull over. Like, you missing signs. Like, like you driving, but you ain't seeing the signs. Like, I passed four or five signs, and I, stuff I usually recognize, and I don't remember seeing them at all. Thinking, I was, I was, I think I was asleep, you know? And so, uh got home and I was just trying to uh, fight through and, and I was trying to lay down and fight through and, and, and uh, just this whole thing I've been praying about maximizing my efforts to God and when it's for God no matter how tired I want to finish what God has called me to finish and lean heavily on him it was it was I mean it was it was a chore if you could have had a video on me trying to keep my eyes open and function at the same time when I got home but God is faithful and so I thought of calling this preserving faith uh and and it is faith is a, a preservation uh process of us that because just because something isn't happening doesn't mean that God isn't preserving the way for it to happen. Uh, we are saturated in God's blessing. So the 23rd Psalms, which we've read before, we're going to read it again. Uh, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. 
Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me. In the presence of mine enemies, thou anointed my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Father, we thank you for everything that this, this chapter means, Lord. And we just receive it as a church body. And then I just thank you for the breakthroughs and the uh, things that we are, we're not accepting as year-long issues. Uh, but we're walking in uh, lifetime victories. And we praise you and we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So we're going we're gonna to jump down to the uh, verse 5 of this. Uh, the anointing your head with oil. Um, a lot of times we accept thoughts, we accept behaviors, we accept mindsets that just because that's just a way of life. But God said, and specifically where he anointed us was in our, on our head. He anointed our heads with oil. Why? Because everything usually starts there. They haven't made a computer faster than the human mind that could pick up on things instantly as they see them and have projected images and projected things that could pop up. They're in, they're in an internet faster than your human mind that could either take a joy or a hurt or something and instantly create a story in, within your own mind. It is that powerful of the human mind. So God says, I need to get your head. I need to anoint your head. Because if I can keep your head sanctified, I can keep the rest of you in place where you can glorify me. It usually starts right here, right? It was, we always said in, in, our, in our old church, do a checkup from the neck up, right? Uh, my Spanish version, don't be loco in the cocoa. Um, you know, get your, don't, don't have cabezón with your cabeza. You know, it's a big head. So... You look at, God, you anointed my head with oil, right? So what also is there? Your eyes and your ears and your mouth. All of that is anointed. Out of all of those other things is, is that the Lord is your shepherd. You shall not want. He caused you to lie down beside green pastures. He, he leaded you beside still waters. He restored your soul. He leaded you to make your path straight for his name's sake. All of that, you walk through the valley of shadow of death, but it's got to be here where you get it right, okay? A lot of people can know what to do, but if their thought life is so messed up, they'll never do it. Never come to the conclusion that this is a part of my life because now I've let something consume me. So here's our verse. When your mind won't get right, run to verse 5. My, and you just, we got to pray this over our kids too when they're going into class, my head is anointed. I can have understanding. Not only can I have understanding, I can process what I've heard, and I can speak it clearly. You have got an anointed head of oil. You're anointed with the oil of God. So God prepares us for his will by anointing us with his oil. And that's how we know we can do the will of God because he gave us his oil to do so. The oil of God, the, the oil of, of his preparation for us to be in position. Not because everybody else agreed with it. There are things you're going to have to do for God that people may not ever agree to, but because you're anointed to do it, and they got their own oil. That's why, God, that's why Samuel couldn't pour out David's oil on his brothers. 
It's amazing how many times people's opinion overrides people's prayers. And you can't allow that to happen. So you have preserving faith. I always think of jelly when I think of preserving. And grandma, now I'm paying $5 for the jelly jars my, mom, my grandmother used to have for a penny. Now they're selling them. Crazy. Crazy. God pours on us the oil of gladness, the spirit of God and his graces and his grace, the anointing which teaches all things and filling us with spiritual joy and comfort. So he's, it's that oil of gladness. So if we're walking around with our head down, we're missing out on the oil that God has poured upon us. How do you make your mind right? Well, you get before God and you, you get, get God and say, God, if your oil is upon me, my mind should be able to have a steady dose of good thoughts. I should be able to cast down the evil imagination. In fact, evil imagination shouldn't even be able to grip you. It can show up, but it don't have to stay up if you just release the oil on you. Now, I don't know about y'all, but if, you, if I, I have to time when I lotion, put lotion on, because if I put lotion on and before I open the door, I'm going to struggle to get out that door. Right? Because it's just everything slick. And I don't know about y'all, I have to use lotion. It is a must. Lotion and breathing, they go hand in hand. Because if I roll out of the house and looking like I got a set of white uh, elbow pads on my, that, that you, I can't do that. Can't do that. Kids pick up on that. And, and so if I don't, but, but just like you, if you would put the oil on first, the enemy can't get a grip on you and can't open you up to things that God has already delivered you from. It's got to be that part of it and, and, and men able to help and, and receive help for one another. I think sometimes we go on this independent raid. I, I, was, uh, I was so proud of my mom when she went through all those deaths and her other sister died. And, and she just said, man, I need to go see a professional and get some help. And she wasn't denying God. Don't get me wrong. But she needed to talk to someone else who hadn't been instructed. She went to a, a Christian counselor and just began to just spend some time and just began to share in her life. And as they came agreement and, and talked about some of the, the scriptures. Now, this is one thing good about the person who's given this so-called professional help. He wanted to make sure she understood his profession was by God ordained and didn't want her to lose sight of the fact that she's made it by God. However, here are some things we're going to help you get through so that you can sustain your steady mindset. And at 79 years old, trying to carry all those hurts and pains of, of relatives and, you know, just her two brothers died in a fire. Her mother died in a fire. Her father died. Her sisters are passing away and she's still standing and working. Uh, sometimes you can't do that by yourself. Amen. Got to be able to trust God. Your head is anointed with oil to make good choices. Quit denying yourself. Quit doubting yourself. That was one of the reasons why I prayed this morning. Quit defending yourself. You do not have to be a defense. Do the will of God. If you messed up, repent. Thank God. Forgive me. But I'm going to quit defending myself for just trying to do what I need to do to honor God. That's it. I said, I just really felt that so strong for us to be able to uh, release that. Um, so, uh, so he released that with spiritual joy and comfort. It is the outpouring of God that keeps us from uh, being overrun by the things of this world. So we are anointed so that, so that the things of this world cannot stick to us and weigh us down. So outpouring keeps us from being overrun. And, and if you usually where we get overrun was by those who are closest loved ones. 
Those are the ones that can mow you down quicker than anything else with the smallest of statements. The enemy, David said this in Psalms. He says, uh, if it was an enemy, I could understand that. He said, I could understand an enemy talk, talking about me, but it was you who I went to church with. So I was unexpected. All right, so that unexpected, that friendly fire, as they call it, in war. Even with that, keep your head anointed and it won't stick to you. It doesn't have to stay. It doesn't have to stay on you. And, and, and so we have to make sure that that's part of our life. So, amen, I'll, I'll try to move on from that maybe. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 20 through 22. Uh, For all the promises of God are yes in Christ and so through him are amen and is spoken to the glory of God. Now it is God who establishes both us and you in Christ. He anointed us. Uh, it placed his seal on us and put his spirit in our hearts as a pledge of what is, it, what is to come. So we're anointed by God. And then he sealed it. In other words, you're anointed all you have to do is release the anointing. And where do you release it? It ain't like you're throwing like holy water. All you're doing is releasing it from being hidden from yourself and just saying, here, I'm anointed of God and walk in that faith. Uh, the quickest way to make, make you think that you're, I mean, I've heard Christian people say, I just feel dry. Right? I'm just, I'm just dried up. And I used to think, can you go ahead and shut those doors? Because apparently they're celebrating harder than what I expected. I will sweat. And people say, I just, I just feel so dry. And, and what I would say is turn to Psalms 23.5 and receive the anointing of your head with oil. Because oil will remove dryness, right? Now, if you've been poor enough, if you've been poor enough, sometimes you couldn't get Vaseline lotion. You couldn't get any lotion. Petroleum gel. Sometimes you have to use Crisco Some of y'all, yeah, some folks been broken up. Baby, just rub this on there. I know you headed to school, but just get, and you didn't need much. You didn't need much. A finger would get the whole body. Finger full of oil. <laughs> My mom would do that. We add a lotion. Come over here. You're going to smell like yesterday's meal. Now just put it on here. Because it wasn't a new grease. Y'all know. This was the grease that you poured out the skillet. Uh, you didn't get new. Oh, y'all! Oh, y'all was rich enough to use the new grease. Oh, I hope you would dip your finger in that fresh batch of the Crisco. I wish you would. <laughs> yeah, CPS would have to be called before school started that day. Where'd you get that from? I found it. But but like God is like, whatever you think is used up in you, God says, I can dip in that oil. If you would dip in the oil I gave you from the beginning, it's enough to cover you and make you complete again. You don't need all everybody else's oil. By the way, you can use everybody else's oil anyway. God has anointed you. And so he said he sealed us. So praying the word of God. And this is where prayer, and, and I thought it was excellent about prayer. And, and, and those of us who, you guys who, your children uh, may have gone on and gone their own way. But don't quit praying. I've seen this too many times where people stop praying or stop serving God or stop living for God as strong as they did before. And what that says to me is that you're forgetting there's a future grandkid coming. 
And by the way, your own kid is going to need your prayers down the line. I mean, I think about all the elementary or little kids that have come up to me and said, my grandmama told me she was praying that somebody was going to come to the school today and going to say something to encourage me. I've had little kids tell me that. My mom in jail and my dad, I don't know who he is, but my grandmama told me that she was praying for somebody to come to the school and be encouraging today. Your prayers never die, but don't, don't give up on it. Right? If it's because something doesn't go your way, don't quit. Don't give up. Don't get dry and quit praying, and then you lose out on the future because God is like, I'm, I've already set it up to meet this need, this time, this time. So your prayer time, your prayer circle is where all where we pray the word of God, where all the promises of God are yes and amen. That's it. It's yes, it is God, and amen, he's done it. That's bottom line. So we put those things, puts, it, it puts a powerful circle around any need that we believe God to meet, any need. And so I have to come back and I have to say this to you. Do not get discouraged during the Psalms 23 time. A lot of times we get excited, but it's in this middle time where we begin to lose our edge and begin to go like, oh, this is just a ritual. No, it is not. It is something to be faithful about. And not ritual about. It's God's faithfulness. So God established us in Christ and wants all that we do to end in his word. So everything I'm doing is that God's, can God's word be associated with it? I started with Jesus, but am I ending in his word? So I've, I've uh, been pushing this whole thing of, uh, um, actually it's been a couple things of uh, how you do anything is how you do everything, Right? And so instead of saying a lot of people uh, act, can act like a Christian, but very few can react like a Christian. So I've had to turn it around and say a lot of people can act like a good person, but very few react like a good person. I've been saying it in schools. This one little girl, she at the end of yesterday uh, was trying to hire me. She goes, uh, you're a Christian, aren't you? I go, yeah, 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 I'm a, I'm a Christian. Yes, I'm a Christian. I go, in fact, I'm a senior pastor of a church. She's, oh, my gosh, I knew it. Here, we're going to need your name and number. You need to come down here and you need to preach uh, to folks. I was like, um, okay. You know, like, okay. She goes, she goes no, no, for real. Because when you told us to grab each other's wrists, I, was, I started praying immediately. I thought that's what we were going to do. But then I realized this is a school function. And, and no shade, but there were a lot of people that didn't believe just from the fact that they told us who they were. And she goes, but I know that I know that this is a setup. She goes, I know that I know this is, this is a setup. So you're going to have to give me your, I'm not leaving until you give me your name and number. And you're going to give me, you know, we're, we're going to work some out. I think, I think the part of it is too, right? Somebody in their family keeps praying. And that's why we're going to keep praying so that our kids run into people who are of the right mind that God's got them, got in place for them. They'll not be a day without, without, without Christ around them. And so I reluctantly gave her my number, even though that seemed kind of creepy at the time. But it was for Jesus. <laughs> Philippians 1.6 says, he has begun a good work in us, is able to perform it to the end. If God started in you, he definitely wants to finish in you. If you started with Jesus, and, that, and in that God doesn't want to finish with you. A lot of people start with God, but they think they can finish on their own. They think that they can finish without Jesus or finish without praying or finish without consistency. And God says, I started with you. It's amazing that when you're, when you're trying to get up, it's some of those closest friends will say, and it may even be the truth about you, but the way they say it 
is dysfunctional. It's like, I mean, I appreciate your words, but I don't appreciate the way you worded them. You got a bad frame. And so we have to pick each other up or pick yourself up and say, even though you tell me the truth, if you can't say it any better than that, it's really not that good of a truth to me. He that begun a, began a good work in, in us will perform it to the end. That means that Jesus will perform the good in you to the end. He'll finish the end. Don't let go. Don't lose the anointing. Don't lose the oil. I, I want to scream and, and yell a whole lot more, but I can't because that provokes coughing and sneezing. So maybe I'm supposed to be tempered in my strength. So my head is anointed. How are you going to go when you go out of here? Uh, you didn't eat this morning. Uh, are you hangry or are you holy? Pick one. Pick one. Because one is not going to act like Jesus. Right? Let's pick one. You have to start to be able to do that. First John chapter 2, verse 26 through 28 says, These things have I written unto you concerning them that seduce you. Now, I've been preaching and talking about seducing spirits. I can't begin to tell you how long. A seductive and seducing spirit is not, and most people think of movies and something sexy. No, you can be seduced by your attitude, seduced by your emotions, seduced by your meals, seduced by a things people telling you stuff you can be it's a seducing spirit seduce you it can seduce you into thinking you know something that you really don't know but you're willing to stick with that lack of knowledge more than what you would come to god that will fill you with wisdom so seducing you could even say no to something over and over again but when the seduction is right you give in amen but the anointing which ye have received of him abideth in you, and ye need not that any man teach you, but as the same anointing teacheth you, teaches you and of all things, and is truth, and is no lie. And even as it hath taught you, you shall, you shall abide in him. And now, little children, abide in him, that when he shall appear, we may have confidence and not be ashamed before him at his, as, at his coming. So there's two times we look at the word that he says confidence and not be ashamed. Adam and Eve was naked and not ashamed because they were confident in God. And God was all that they had, so that was all that they confided in. And so when God is all that you confide in, it doesn't matter how things look on the outside. God is the one that you're confiding in and you're not ashamed. So when I eat these things, when I eat, I was laughing when Pastor Reed was saying that because I was really desperately, I didn't sound as good as I sound now, which this morning I woke up. So I had to get kale, lemon juice, frozen blueberries, frozen mango, and some stuff to mix in, and a bunch of ginger, raw ginger, and mixed it up. And so I'm thinking like, and I'm looking at some of y'all's faces as like, ooh. Uh, but I wasn't, I wasn't drinking it because it, because of what it tastes like. I was drinking it because I knew what it would do. And sometimes we need to accept corrections or discipline from God, not because it tastes good, but because it is good. And what it will do for you, not necessarily what it tastes going down. That part of God is saying you, the anointing that you've received, it's the anointing that teaches you. And when it says no man shall teach you, the main man that they're talking about that you should not be getting taught by is your condemning self. Because you'll let your condemnation teach you more than what the word of God says about you. 
And you'll sit around and you'll be like, I'm just such an idiot. Why did I give into this again? And why do I keep making this mistake? And God says, quit letting that teach you. I've anointed you beyond that. Right? If you're going to let you talk to yourself that way, talk back with the word of God. I've given you the word. Quit teaching yourself you can't. And let the word of God be stronger that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You are anointed by God Almighty. So God's anointing will break the seduction of anything in our life that steals our confidence and faith. And I remember having to get a hold of this uh, even younger as I realized I was starting to have to come out of some things because we couldn't understand why my mom kept doing these prayer breakfasts for these people uh, who went to the church, the church that we got kicked out of because we were too Christian and, and they didn't like that. And so we got kicked out of, but she still kept having prayer breakfast. And the reason why I didn't like prayer breakfast because we had to clean Friday night, get up Saturday morning, and we had to stay in the back of our room and we couldn't watch the good TV because all them ladies was in there with them long dresses on, praying all over our furniture and eating up our food and drinking all the rich and red and orange juice and praying so loud we couldn't even hear the little TV for the Cosby show that came on at 11. <laughs> Fat Albert and the Cosby kids. And she said, I keep praying because prayer is going to last longer than any building. And we're going to have the prayer time because it's the most meaningful thing we will ever do. As for you, get this house clean so they make sure I have a clean house. And you make sure it's ready. I said, but they, we don't even go there anymore, but we always go to God. Never forget that. She goes, we always go to God. So that's what's important. So you can't let what somebody else done to you stop you from going to the Father. So all right then. Get in there. Can y'all leave us some more eggs, though? So God eliminates the power of addiction by giving us his oil of victory. He gives us the oil of victory. So, you know, think about whatever, whatever the addiction is. And we talked about the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. And there are times it's not necessarily, sometimes it's not chemical. Sometimes we want people's approval. Sometimes we want people's understanding. That's why I said quit defending yourself. No, I'm not going to be seduced trying to get your understanding when I've explained myself and given everything I need to give. That's it. I'm done. I don't have any other explanations. That's it. And so I'm not going to keep getting seduced into this and doing everything you want me to do when you're never going to be happy with me. So I'm just going to turn to God. God, apparently right now you're the only one I can be a blessing to. So do that. So I have to pull you out because if not, you'll let someone drain the anointing off your life and make you be the problem. When you're not the problem at all. You're just around dryness. So a tree is planted for the next generation. And though the person who planted it may die, the tree stays to provide for their children's children. Prayer never dies. When you bow your anointed head and pray through your anointed mouth and begin to see visions like you do when you pray because you're anointed and your ears begin to hear what you're praying, that prayer never dies. So regardless of whether, you know, especially when it comes to grandkids, this is just a big thing for me with grandkids because then you're not, you know, you guys are not, you know, parents are not in control. However, you are in control in the sense of you're laying a foundation for them. And even if the parents go crazy, the kids are still got an established place. And so does the parents because your prayers work with them too. 
but you know what I'm saying, where you know that there's a specific way that kids should be brought up in the ways of God. Well, don't you, just because the uh, kids may not be doing it, don't you forget to pray so they'll have a place to land. Because someone didn't bring them up don't mean that when they do land or come down, they shouldn't have a place to land. So you're creating a landing place. So that generation that you're praying is for the next generation. And the prayer never dies. We are living the results of someone who prayed for us many years before we were even born. Prayer is an inheritance we receive and a legacy that we leave. So the inheritance you receive, make sure you pray and leave a legacy. It's there. It's out there. You're not dropping your kids off for somebody, some stranger to watch them. You are anointed that they are under the guidance of the presence of God. And they are anointed and nothing can get a grip on them and get a hold on them and try to saturate or, or stick to them and pull them away from what God has planned for them. You saturate them with oil that nothing sticks. No claws that get into them that can stand them because they're oiled up. For the things of God. And depending on what company you're in, oiled up can mean something completely different. <laughs> we, are, we are anointed to leave spiritual life for our kids' future. That's what you're anointed to do. Well, I'm just a bad person. That doesn't mean you're not anointed because you've made some bad choices. Again, quit judging yourself. Let God restore you. So a lot of people want to keep judging themselves so that they don't have to be responsible for changing. Same thing like a person said, I don't want to give up my drinking because then I won't have an excuse for why I'm cussing everybody out during the holidays. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 19 and 20 says, As unto, uh, And to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. It is the love of Christ that passes knowledge. There are people that are going to come to you and go, they got all this information, all this information, but they can have information without love is really just a person talking loudly and not delivering anything effectively. So you come back and you go, well, I don't have all that information, but I do have the love of Christ. I don't have all the information about what you've been through, but I do know that God loves you to see you overcome. I, I, don't, I don't have, you're right, I don't have all the knowledge. I don't know how your mind breaks down. I don't know how that, but I do know this, Christ died for you and he resurrected for you. I don't know why you keep calling yourself an idiot and keep calling yourself stupid and then offer to help me with stuff, but <laughs> that just makes me not want to hire. But I do know this, that your head is anointed. You're anointed. So some people have been told that you, you can't learn for so long. You don't think you can learn anything and anything you have to read the instructions to. And that's why, again, us men, we have to be careful that we don't re-enter into the thing that we told we couldn't do is learn. That's why a lot of men don't read instructions. It's not they can't. We've been told we don't understand them. You never listen to me. I don't go, thank you. Now I know not to. So be careful what you say. You may get that. I'm not allowed to say that. I don't say that. But it passeth knowledge that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. Quit trying to know everything and just love God. 
See, he says you'll be filled with knowledge if you'll quit trying to know how it all going to work out, but I'm just going to love God during the process. He says, now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could, that we could ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. It was at this verse, I was in the middle. I'm not writing these verses, copying and pasting. I was so exhausted, I fell over in the middle of copying and pasting and fell asleep for 17 minutes in the middle of copying and pasting. The, and I woke up at 11.57, I was laughing like, dude, you fell asleep in the middle of copying and pasting. Like, I was sitting up, I was at my laptop on the couch, which is probably too comfortable, and I remember copying this and about to paste it. I was like, thank you, Jesus, for getting me home before I got that tired on the road. Thank you, Jesus, for getting me in this area. Thank you for letting me get a shower before I got that tired, before that seducing spirit of sleep, that seductive devil... <laughs> rolled up and wiggled in my eyesight and shut my eyes in mid-sentence just no one falls asleep like that do they other than babies babies can do that babies be in mid-sentences and still trying to work it out and I thought like God what happened you're anointed <laughs> your head is anointed and it's you better write this last sentence because we ain't got too much more time you ain't got too many more. You have to sit in the morning. You may want to get it now. What I thought that to push through is that I thought about my children, and I thought, you know, I want them to have the strength to push through when they're tired to finish something before it's too late. And then I thought about my church, and I want you guys to have the strength to push through when you're exhausted so you can finish it so it won't be a burden to you the next day. He says you've always cared about someone else you better make sure you take care of yourself just anointed your head with oil we are blessed with the abundance of god and we overflow with god's provision because of his anointing on our life so without the anointing there is no overflow he anointed my head with oil my cup runneth over I'm anointed with wisdom. I'm anointed to be loved. I mean, anybody ever have to receive the anointing just for somebody to love you? It's there. Like, sometimes it's hard to even accept people saying, I love you. If it, it just, sometimes you have to begin to receive that. Because you've been through, you can be through so much that you can't even receive that. And God says, I've anointed you to accept love. This is a big deal. God's blessings overflows from us to operate as seed for those we love. So it's the overflow, the running over, that's to drop seeds for your loved ones and family members. He wants you blessed to be overflowing. That it's not just for you, but for everyone that you love and everyone that's gonna come around you to be able to feed from that. And so realize your head's anointed with oil, amen? And I want you guys to bow your heads. We're gonna pray over you. They thank you guys for sticking with me through my voice. As your heads are bowed and your eyes are closed, Father, I just pray I lift up each and every person here in the sound of my voice. I thank you, Lord God, as you led us to 
Psalms 23, 5, that you've anointed our heads with oil, our cup runneth over. I thank you, Lord God, that there's a provision of wisdom. There's a hunger for reading that's going to take place, a hunger to get understanding, hunger for restoration in our minds. And, and, and Father, I just even just right now, I just pray for everyone just to receive that you've been forgiven of anything you may have put in your body that, may have, that, that you've been told based on that particular chemical that it destroys the brain. I just pray in Jesus' name for rejuvenation. For every brain cell that might have been uh, tampered with, injured, or whatever during that time in your life. And I just pray in Jesus' name as you receive with me that God is restoring cells and, and learning and understanding in your mind like never before because you are anointed. Because your head is anointed. Your head is anointed. Not as an overthinker. Your head is anointed to understand. Not as a worrier. Not as a crier. But your head is anointed for the joy of the Lord. That he's turning your mourning into dancing. And Father we just thank you Lord God. The beauty for the ashes that you are making. You've anointed our heads with oil. Lord pull me out of this thing of being so suspicious suspicious of, of the goodness of God and being so suspicious of people, Lord God, that I can un actually enjoy their company and enjoy what you've called us to do and enjoy what you've called us to be. Now, Lord God, you're not setting me up to fail that I'm in a place where I can just believe. I can believe Jesus. I needed to hear, Lord God, that I'm right where you call me to be. I needed to hear, Lord Jesus. I believe we all do it. We needed to hear, Lord that you specifically wrapped our head in your oil, wrapped our head in your gladness, wrapped our mind in there, Lord God, that there is a light at the end of this tunnel of, of, of these thoughts that tend to bombard me. There is a light that I have complete control and complete choice to use, that my head is anointed. I don't have to fly off the handle. I don't have to go off on somebody. I can be patient because I'm going to call upon this anointing that's on me and Lord God for the cup to run over and Lord that everyone around me may receive may receive what you have poured into our lives to have that I want to leave a legacy Lord Jesus I've inherited prayers for me to even be here so in order for that even for that alone I want to leave prayers and seeds of faith for my children's children for my friends for my loved ones, I, Father, whenever I enter into somebody's presence, Lord God, I, I thank you, Lord God, for the overflow to begin to take off. Father, I need a, I need a, I just sense this, just praying for you, that, that you need the anointing for you to receive peaceful rest. And I, and I just pray when you, when you do lay down tonight, that your mind is not going to be racing. I, I want you to call upon my head is anointed to rest and have peaceful rest. My head's anointed, Lord, by you, that when I lay down on this pillow, my mind is not going to race and think about all the other stuff, that I'm going I'm to rest in you, and I'm going to wake up rejuvenated. Thank you, Jesus. As you're praying, you're in here and you're saying, I don't know Jesus, I'm going to die, I don't know where I'm spending eternity. I just want you to raise your hands so we can pray with you, because don't want anyone to be lost. Just want us to be right. 
Awesome. Amen. Amen. And I'm not going to ask who needs prayer over your mind because we all do. So I just want you to receive that your head is anointed by God, the oil of God. When you're about to fly off the handle, I want you to stop and say, God anointed my head with oil. My cup runs over. My cup runs over. I don't have to blow up. I am anointed in my head. And Father God, we thank you. We praise you for it. In Jesus' name, everybody say, amen.